Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. WWE's newest faction has a name. An AEW star could be heading back to WWE. And which Ring of Honor star wants a piece of the hurt business? For Wednesday, August the 5th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. It's been a, a really strange night here on Monday Night Raw. I do want to take you to some security camera footage that was taken from outside the WWE Performance Center here in Orlando from earlier today. WWE Raw was a wild mess for multiple reasons on Monday night, partly because of some shenanigans involving technical issues with the lights and the microphones, a box falling over backstage, and Molotov cocktails being thrown at generators by mystery assailants. Well, uh, this is the new faction behind this that was mentioned a few days ago in in certain news sites. Uh, WWE.com have put out an update on this and said... WWE.com has learned that the faction behind the attacks on Monday Night Raw is calling themselves Retribution. Little else is known about Retribution, or capitals, aside from the fact that causing chaos seems to be their sole motivation. So, this gang from Raw, I believe it to be four guys and a woman, judging by the sound of the voices has a name, and they are now Retribution. It was nearly going to possibly be something else, and I'll explain why. This week, WWE trademarked two things that stood out. The Hurt Business, which is the name of MVP Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin's faction, and Just Us. Just Us. J-U-S-T-U-S. That could have possibly become the name of the faction that caused bother on Monday night. Or... Maybe another faction is coming in altogether. You just don't know. Just us, as if to sound like justice. And just us. I quite like the play on words on that. Retribution sounds a little bit generic for my liking. I feel like just us could have been a cleverer name for it. But who knows? That might be something completely different. I guess we'll find out together, won't we? Speaking of Raw from Monday night, the... Ratings are in, and it was actually a good night for Raw, considering how it's been lately. 1.7 overnight viewers up from last week's 1.6. Shane McMahon's announcement uh, clearly helping the numbers. 
Uh, as, as this proof is in the pudding there. They announced uh, just before that Shane McMahon was returning to Raw and certainly helped out with the numbers. Now, how the numbers break down might tell a slightly different story. Um, hour one, which featured the US title match in the Kevin Owens show segment, 1.7 million. Uh, hour two was the peak of the night with the Orton McIntyre promo, Sasha versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, that was at 1.8 million. Hour three, primarily dominated by Raw Underground and the Seth Dominic storyline lowest hour of the three at 1.6 so it did fall off there so the jury's out on whether or not Raw Underground will do good numbers for WWE Shaber Man on Twitter very excited about it uh, says he's excited to see where this goes so it'll be back next week and I think it's a case of just letting it breathe we're easy as wrestling fans just to get too het up about a story that we don't like in the moment. If we let it breathe and see where it goes, I know they have previous. I get it. Let's breathe and see where this goes. From Granada Hills, California, Ariane Andrews. And Ariane Andrews, I think, Tony, is another maybe unexpected face to see here tonight. Maybe she wouldn't have been on the list. I think she's going to impress a whole lot of people here because although I know maybe she hasn't been competing as extensively as some other people in the tournament, she trains all the time. She is constantly preparing. She is ready for this. Well, I'm, gl I'm glad to hear that. She's got a little bit of an attitude. You know, she, as you can tell, coming to the ring, she does. But nothing wrong with that, right? Ariane Andrew, who made her AEW debut as part of the Deadly Draw tournament. Brought into quite a bit of fanfare was Ariane Andrew as Nyla Rose's tag team partner. And you and I both pretty shocked to see Nyla and Ariane crashing out in the first round. Getting, and we saw Ariane getting attacked by Nyla Rose afterwards as well. I was like, oh, OK. I thought that was going to be the thing. Uh, on Sipping the Tea... Ariane Andrews' YouTube show. Uh, she discussed it and said, since we're all spilling tea, I'm going to keep it 1,000% so everyone can hear it right here, right now. I am not with AEW. That was just a little something. This was the uh, 100th episode of, uh, of her show, Sipping the Tea. And as a celebration, she had Naomi on, her former tag team partner in the Funkadagdals. So after making the revelation that she wasn't fully part of AEW, uh, her and Naomi got talking about a WWE reunion of the Funkadagdals. Andrew replying, it's not official, so there is still a door. Hello, Vince. Are you listening? Funkadagdal reunion. Ariane Andrew saying, look, I'm not with AEW. I'm still here if anybody wants to work with me. So we could see... Possibly somebody from AEW jump back to WWE sooner rather than later. Anybody who knows me knows that I love pro wrestling. And with the exception of my kids and my wife and my family, there's probably nothing else that I love more. And after doing this for 28 years, I know I've only got a few good years left. So that's why it was very important for me to come to AEW because in AEW, I would have a fair chance to be as great as I could be, to be as creative as I could be. And uh, truth be told, it was really important for my kids, my children, Maxwell, who's five years old, Woofie, who's three years old, and Barty, who's a newborn. It was important to me, for my kids, to see their dad do what he loves. And AEW was going to afford me that opportunity. 
So this week on Dynamite, I am going to refocus my career to maximize it, make it as good as it can be for me, for my family, and for AEW and its audience. And I know a lot of people go, well, who are you, Matt? The first version, the Sensei of Mattitude, Broken Matt Hardy, fueled by Damascus, the unkillable Matt Hardy of the Hardy Boys era, Big Money Matt, the narcissistic millionaire who's done it all, or are you that young, hungry upstart from the 90s surge, old school Matt Hardy? The answer to that question is this. I am all of those personas. I am each of those personas. And all of those personas make up me. Make up Matthew Hardy. And on Dynamite this week, you see Matthew Hardy. That was Matt Hardy on his YouTube channel. New gimmick for Matt Hardy being unveiled on Dynamite tonight. So Matt Hardy in this video was wearing a new Matt Hardy t-shirt which actually gives a lot of credit to how creative AEW have allowed Matt Hardy to be. It was the Matt Hardy Multiverse t-shirt that features like old school Matt, Broken Matt, Big Money Matt, Damascus, all of those fat, all of those characters on there. Uh, but tonight apparently we're going to see all of them amalgamated together and we're going to meet Matthew Hardy. Now Matt moved to AEW as he was keen to do more and be more creative in the wrestling world. And uh, it looks as if Matt Hardy uh, is going to be part of uh, something interesting for Dynamite this week. Um, pretty excited to see what he will do. Matt Hardy is a creative so-and-so. And, -so. and uh, I think that it's going to be a little moment that we'll talk about. Uh, Matt Hardy also commented on Raw Underground on Twitter yesterday saying, pretty excited for the Fight Club spoof that's going to happen on Being the Elite. Dire straights for Balor. Oh, my. Look at the eyes on Loomis. Loomis secures Thatcher in the silence. While Finn Balor remains in trouble. What? Who's going to advance? Oh, you guys, Thatcher's. Thatcher's out. Timothy Thatcher has been submitted by Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis is going to take over. Dexter Loomis joining Bronson Reed in the five-man ladder match at TakeOver three weeks from this Saturday on the WWE Network. Dexter Loomis punching his ticket to TakeOver 30 recently and potentially could be missing out on the show altogether. WWE Digital reported that they have learned the severity of the ankle injury suffered by Dexter Loomis is worse than previously thought. It was in last week's NXT injury report that it was revealed Loomis had suffered an osteochondral lesion in the talus after a grueling battle with Finn Balor and Timothy Thatcher in the North American Championship match qualifier. Loomis won the bout, but the growing severity of his ankle injury has raised some questions around Loomis's status for the North American Championship ladder match at TakeOver 30. Now, the injury report uh, for NXT always feels a little bit kayfabe. More often than not, it's like, um, oh, so-and-so had uh, an injured toenail, but they should be good to go next week. So it's hard to really buy in to what they're saying in this report. Either way, uh, we send our best to Dexter Loomis. It would be a shame if this turned out to be a legit injury that keeps him off of TakeOver. 
Another potential SummerSlam location has been revealed. We've had a beach, we've had a boat, and now it is looking like Atlantic City. Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio said WWE is now considering holding SummerSlam later this month in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, this is despite three weeks uh, out from being three weeks out from SummerSlam. It's, to, to turn this around logistically could be a fun endeavor. Uh, Dave has said that Vince McMahon desperately wants to get out of Florida for SummerSlam. And he wants to give the show not just a different feel, but he wants to do a show in front of fans in attendance. Uh, we don't know whether NXT TakeOver would be a part of this move to Atlantic City either. Uh, there is a lot to figure out logistically for this move from the Performance Center to Atlantic City. I mean, you're doing something like this during a pandemic as well, which adds uh, a lot of extra layers of admin to it, really. Uh, so uh, in terms of the state mandate in Atlantic City, as of Monday... Uh, if the show was indoors, you could limit attendance to 25 people. If it was outdoors, you could do 500, providing that social distancing was observed. Uh, Phil Murphy, the governor for New Jersey State, uh, reduced that number uh, to 25 in the last couple of days as a result of a few new cases of COVID-19 in New Jersey. Uh, so if Vince wanted to do something indoors, the numbers have drastically dropped that he could have in there. If you wanted to do something outside, you could certainly create quite a visual with 500 odd people. I'm sure WWE would have no issue getting hold of 500 people for a taping of this caliber. And then of course, transporting personnel, all of that to be considered. Vince McMahon is desperate to get out of the Performance Center for SummerSlam this year. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Fightful Select is reporting that Danny Burch and Killian Dane are going to be at the SmackDown tapings. Uh, even more intriguing than this, it's actually been reported that uh, the appearances are going to be around the King Corbin storyline, you know, where we've got people hunting Matt Riddle. 
Uh, we had uh, Corbin help asking for Shorty G's help uh, in getting Matt Riddle. Uh, Killian Dane does have previous with Matt Riddle, so that storyline would make sense. It'd be a nice way to potentially bring Killian Dane to the main roster if they so wanted to by having him just become like a headhunter for. For, for Matt Riddle on behalf of Baron Corbin. That would be cool. Uh, Danny Birch, uh, I don't think Danny Birch is, some, is, is potentially somebody that could have a full-time spin on SmackDown right now. He has been a part of 205 Live on several occasions, so it could be that his trip to SmackDown is connected to that. We will find out together on SmackDown this Friday. Impact Wrestling have announced Emergence is coming Tuesday, August the 18th and Tuesday, August 25th will be a two-week special for Impact. Hey, wrestling shows love a two-week special at the moment, don't they? It's a two-week pay-per-view style straight-to-TV deal. The headline for night two being Diana Perrazzo defending the Knockouts Championship against Jordan Grace. They had a cracker of a match uh, at Slammiversary and they're looking to continue that rivalry from here. Incidentally, Impact have also announced the signing of Kimberly. Uh, she signed a long-term contract with Impact Wrestling. They say Lee makes an incredible addition to an already stacked roster, proving why Impact Wrestling Knockouts Division is the greatest women's division in professional wrestling today. Uh, Kimberly has had a standout career, the only female competitor to win the Chikara Grand Championship. She's the reigning Shimmer Champion as well. Uh, Lee reported to the Performance Center in January of 2017 uh, under the name Abby Leith. Nothing really came of it. She was released after the Mae Young Classic in 2018. And uh, she's found her way to Impact, where she's been doing some really good stuff. Details are very limited right now, but WWE are bringing in a new network show called WWE Timeline. All we know so far is that it will feature uh, something to do with the with the lives and the careers of Daniel Bryan and The Miz. I mean, they've got a storied past. You could easily do a special on that. Uh, but also, uh, it will be airing on Sunday, August the 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So set your diaries and your calendars and whatever if you want to watch what I believe is going to be sort of like the, the, the full story of the Daniel Bryan-Miz rivalry. The one I think that played out in WWE 2K19, if I remember correctly. Actually, it was a good uh, career mode, that was. Anyway. Speaking on Busted Open Radio, Enzo Amore has been talking about his very brief run with Ring of Honor and why it went wrong. He said, I cut this promo and I was told, go off the rails, lose your ass, make everyone think it's a shoot. Okay, no problem. Sure enough, the world really thought I was a jerk-off and then I wasn't booked or I wasn't brought in to do something miraculous that we didn't pull it off. Somehow the suits and ties were involved that I never even spoke to. No one called me to thank me or got on the phone and said, that was great job. Nothing. They just said, we effed up. No, you didn't. You have never in your entire existence at a wrestling promotion been spoken about more in your life. You just drop the ball. When you do that, don't follow through, you leave a sour taste in my mouth. But when I walk away, I go, this is what the F the indies are. This is wrestling outside of WWE. Where, why it didn't work at the time is because there is a 10% boisterous audience of marks on Twitter that light it up and tag people. They get people scared because they type and say the wrong thing or tag this person or he's got these issues and backstage heat. So Enzo really putting the blame at the door of Ring of Honor for telling him to go out there and do a shoot promo. And then once he did, and once there was a lot of heat for it, was sort of shut down for it. Intriguing development. 
And we'll stay with Ring of Honor for this one. Kenny King was on Steve Fingerstyle's The Podcast. He was chatting about wrestling and all sorts of other stuff. And he mentioned the Hurt Business. Now, if you are a long-standing member of the wrestling world, you will know that back in TNA days, MVP and Lashley were in a faction with Kenny King. Not dissimilar to what the Hurt Business is doing now. And he talked about uh, what he sees on TV. And he said, I'm ecstatic about the Hurt Business. That doesn't mean I'm not like, I don't get a phone call every two weeks saying, when is your deal up again? I just told you what it was. I already told you. So it's two things. I'm extremely happy for the dudes. Those are my guys. For them to pull Lashley out of this bull SH1T that he was doing, put him right and what he needs to be doing next to MVP. He's always a star. MVP get, will get people with a mic in his hand and doing what he does and get Shelton involved as well. So as much as there is that, I am super happy. I'm just kind of like, man. And look at these guys. They're, what they're doing, it's natural. You can tell they're having fun and it's great to watch. So the bi-weekly or the monthly call, you sure you can't get out of your deal? Those make me itch a little bit, but I'm really happy for them. So Kenny King getting phone calls from uh, presumably a member of the Hurt Business. Asking when his Ring of Honor contract's up. Kenny King in WWE. It's quite a nice little thought to savour that, isn't it? Just let it just let it sit for a while. On the Cultaholic podcast feed today, a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps. I'm going to be chatting to Roy Johnson about uh, his current wrestling career, his aspirations, and of course, Everything Pattern, a very special wrestling show that he organised last year. And whether we will see it make a return. We'll talk all about it on the Cultaholic podcast feed a little later on today. On the Cultaholic YouTube channel, of course, the latest news from the wrestling world uh, on the channel throughout the day today. And if you check out the channel right now, uh, you, can, you can watch 10 WWE storylines that backfired including a long discussion on the career of Mohammed Hassan. And we've just dropped a list on the 10 youngest champions in WWE history. And there is some obvious ones in there. And there are some that we, some that will make you go, really, are they that young? How did that happen? I know. And check out cultaholic.com for the latest professional wrestling news there as well as it happens throughout the day, uh, including the latest on WWE's plans to hold SummerSlam in Atlantic City. When we know more about it, you'll find everything you need to know at cultaholic.com. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from. 